Welcome to the Pacific Forest Foundation's Talking Timber, where each week you meet the professionals behind the Northwest timber industry. Hi, and welcome. I'm Diane Mettler, Executive Director of the Pacific Logging Congress and host of Talking Timber. In this episode, we will be speaking to Landon Richardson. He's currently attending the Hilo program at Shasta College in Redding, California. In the meantime, I want to thank our sponsors, the Pacific Logging Congress and the Pacific Forest Foundation, who are both promoting sound technical forest education through projects like this podcast. This year, the Pacific Forest Foundation awarded $34,000 in scholarships. To find out more about the organization, visit www.pacificforestfoundation.org. Okay, now let's hear from Landon and how he got interested in the industry. My name's Landon Richardson. Uh, how I basically got into the industry was growing up, being young, being around equipment, having family in the industry. I kind of wanted to follow that path coming from my grandpa being an operator from Warhauser for a lot of years, along with my uncle and cousins and all that being uh, truck drivers hauling logs to mills and all that. I just wanted to be, like I said, on that path to do what they're doing and then that's when i figured out about this program that like how everything works with machines money coming in how like the values high low and whatnot so what is the program and where is it uh the program is they call it the helo program which stands for heavy equipment logging operations it's here at shasta college in redding california um it goes from your basic machine knowledge from everything we have here which is loader processor buncher skitter all that and you basically learn how a full operation goes along with loading our uh, college log truck and just being on the track of making sure you know how a logging operation works and all that well so how did you uh learn about the program um, I learned about the program from being in a forestry class in high school, along with uh, family friends we have, Roger and Carmen Smith, I worked for back home. Um, they told me about a scholarship for it, and then they figured out about the program, and then I got scholarships to do it, and then they basically filled me in on the information about it and all this, and then that's how I ended up here. Cool. So how long have you been in it, the program? Uh, I moved down here at the beginning of September. So it goes from beginning of September till December 14th, I want to say it is. That is, that you finished the program then, or do you have to do anything after that? Or um, The program down here is a semester long. It's, yeah, only semester long, so... You're only here for this along along with the forestry pro the logging program. You have to take a forestry class, which is your basic like natural resource soils and all that stuff along with that. But that's basically a semester long class too. Okay, so what do your days look like? Are they part in class, part out in the woods? What's a day at the program? So like? Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, we're in the woods running from eight to four. We get up there at eight. We shut down everything at around three and have to be back at the school by four on Mondays and Wednesdays. But Fridays, um, we are eight to 12. And then when your production week starts, which is 
four weeks into the program, you're up there from eight to three, which is the production program is basically when the instructors finally let us go and we don't need help. And it's just all on us now communicating and being all that. And then Monday, uh, sorry, uh, Tuesdays and Thursdays, I'm in my forestry class from nine to 1050 to almost 11. Okay. And so what are you finding the most challenging out of this program? Uh, challenging as in classwork or operating? Oh, both. Uh, probably first starting out, probably operating because you're getting used to the machines, how they work, which buttons do what, get mixed up. But the classwork is basically stuff you have to remember and have tests on it every now and then. But it's just common, like outdoor stuff you have to remember. So what pieces of equipment are you operating? Um, we have, uh, we, I've, we have... Uh, five pieces of equipment. We got our loader, our feller buncher, our processor, our skitter, and a mini excavator with the wood chipper we use to feed treetops that can't make logs from the processor. Okay. And how many are in your class when you're going up there? Um, usually, well, we started out with 10, which is kind of rough because the five machines, we have to go two people per cab. Which, so we have to rotate every, I don't know, couple hour and a half, depending on when you guys want to rotate. But yeah, it's kind of, it would be nice if it was one person per cab, but it's school, so we got to share. Yeah, so that's too bad. So what are you finding the most fun? Um, probably operating. It's I've always wanted to be in a machine since I was little, and operating is the funnest so far. And so is there a job waiting for you when you finish this program or do they help you or how's, how's it working for you? Um, it's working good for me, but uh, supposedly at the second to last week of the program, we have a showcase, which we have companies like Peterson Timber and like all those different Wheeler logging and Creekside logging come out and supposedly give out possible apprenticeships if they like how we operate. Okay. So there's a little pressure there at the end, huh? Yeah. So is there one piece of equipment that you feel like you're mastering really well or? Uh, the piece, there's a couple of them, actually. I feel like I do pretty good on the loader, which I'm getting pretty good at loading our log truck we have. Okay. I'm, I'm pretty good at running the feller buncher so and processor. But I wouldn't say the skitter's the, the, the funnest because it's, you know, running around pulling logs and. So, do you, so for your uh, when you're done, are you will you be working for RL Smith Logging, or do you have a, ideas where you want to go after this? Uh, that's what I hope to do is try to turn in a resume to them after I'm done with this program, or if there's other companies back home, like I don't know, Chehalis Valley Timber and Warehouser or something like yeah. that. If they need an operator somewhere, then yeah, I'd try to put my foot in the door and see what happens. Oh, great. So I was curious because you have the showcase down there, but there's a lot of companies up here that you're going to be looking at. Um, do they take video that you can show folks later? Uh, so, so we have people that come up to our landings, which is on our Sierra Pacific ground that was donated to the school to log on. Nice. Um, they come up and take videos for their website or social medias and whatnot. And I have seen myself on a couple of those videos. So I could do that. So 
And so do you stay at like dorms there or what do you do when you go down if you're coming out of state? Uh, yeah, I'm in a dorm here at the college. Is it pretty nice? Yeah, it's pretty good. I mean, they're kind they're kind of roomy, but not really. You got two people per room, so. Says so what's the why are the teachers like there? Uh, the teachers here are great. My forestry teacher, uh, she's pretty cool. And then our instruct our both of my instructors, Kai and Jonas. They're I like them. They have a lot of patience for us. They teach us everything we need. If we have questions, they're there for us. And they're just all around good people here. I like everybody here. Yeah, that's great. So if somebody up here was thinking you're coming out of high school, would you recommend this for them? If they're thinking, oh, I'd love to work out in the woods. If there was people that were interested in forestry and learning a log, I would, I would honestly come talk to some people and say that this program is probably worth their time. You get a lot of seat time and you're just out in the woods enjoying. So yeah, I would come tell people about this program. Hi, we're going to take a break to thank our sponsors, the Pacific Forest Foundation and the Pacific Logging Congress. The Pacific Logging Congress is going to hold its annual conference in Kauai, November 4th through 6th, 2024. There will be great networking opportunities and dynamic speakers. To find out more or to register, visit www.pacificloggingcongress.org. Okay. Back to Landon, and if he's had any scary moments as a student out in the woods. They they do kind of keep close eye on us, but uh, last semester in the winter, I guess our instructor was telling us that, I guess our skitter has been tipped over once, so that's something we have to be cautious about too, because we went from flat ground logging to some hillsides, so we can't just, you know, yeah. get too like, out <laughs> of hand and tip it over again, so... And that, yeah, it sounds like good advice. But yeah, and then another some scary moments is, you know, running hot saw on the side of the hill, hoping you're not going to tip when you're reaching out to grab a tree to cut. So, Are you getting better with that? Feeling more comfortable? Or? Oh, yeah. I'm feeling pretty comfortable with it. Yeah, cool. So, the, so you said it's forestry and construction. If, uh, are there other classes there or programs? They have a lot of programs here. They have their... Logging program, construction program, which I'm also in, which is my along with Tuesdays and Thursday class after my forestry morning class. They have a diesel tech, a welding. Um, they have surveying and like land plots that go with the construction class. They they also have culinary arts for cooking and stuff, but I don't know much about that. So, can you tell me a little more about the construction side? Uh, the construction is here at the college. They have what's called the training grounds. We have everything from mini excavators, dozers, front loaders, and dump trucks and all that out there at the training grounds. We move dirt every day, basically, when I'm in that class. So the class, is it affordable for folks? or? I thought it was actually not too bad of a price to do this. I thought that I was thinking it was going to be a lot more, but no, it's actually pretty affordable. The only expensive part was, was the, you know, dorm housing and all that. So do uh, do you have to live in a dorm or can you live off campus or? Oh yeah. You can live off campus if you have, you know, family or something or you get a little rental house or something like that. Yeah. For a semester, this, the dorms make sense. It seems like so. Yeah. That's why, that's why my folks and I figured we'd get the dorm since I'd be here for a semester. So have your folks been down to see you? 
work in or? Uh, no, I came actually last last uh, winter. I uh, came and I actually came and scouted this program. That was when I first met my instructors and at their old landing. And then that's when I first found out about the program, our uh, the campus and it, where everything's at. So you're going to finish up in December. Is that right? Yeah. Do they have like a graduation ceremony or anything? Or they? Uh, I think they, we might have one, but if not, we just, you know, go to our instructors, all that, shake their hands, get our cert, uh, or, you know, cert and all that. So I'm not sure exactly what happens. I'm just here to see what happens when I get yeah. that cert. Hey, cool. So it sounds like you're enjoying the program a lot. I am. Oh, that is great. And um, are your, you said your grandfather was an operator. Are your parents in the industry as well? or? Uh, yeah, my grandfather, he was an operator for Warehouser. He ran a loader for, I want to say, 42 years, I think. Wow. And then my uncle works for Warehouser too. He he drove truck and then he went to being a mechanic and then is in a processor now. And then my cousin, he drives truck now too. That's, it's going to be a total family affair then when you're down here. Yeah. And then along with my brother, he's in uh, he's at college to become, I want to say it's a forester. So, so I don't know if he's going to go after that. So I just know we got a pretty nice family side of loggers and timber industry and all that it sounds like you have a foot in the door because these companies don't have to train you're already coming in and it's easier on their equipment and um less time for training for them so um do you think that's going to help you out when you get there uh yeah i'd i'd say it would help me because i'd have the cert and then i could say that i have ran all those machines before and then I just say that I've done it before and then see what happens if I get my foot in the door to work for them. Uh, do they have, do they keep track of how many hours you have on each machine or not? Or? Uh, no, we just, we rotate every day we're up there. So like if we, the way our rotations go is uh fellow bunch of cuts. And then that next day you're in the skitter and then processor and then loader and then chipper and then all that. Okay. Oh, so we go as, how a tree would come down, get cut, well, how it, how it would get cut, come to the landing, process, load, and then go to the mill. That's how our rotations go every day we're up there. Okay. And is 10 kind of a full class, or do they get larger than that? Uh, it's No, it's only 10 because that's just um, how many they have them. Okay. But sometimes people do drop the class sometimes because if you miss more than i want to say it was three days like unexcused or excused you're out of that class for that day and then once production starts if you miss x amount of days then you kind of lose your position so so this class sizes get a little smaller not bigger yeah How, are still 10 in your group uh no i want to say we're at eight. Oh, okay well so some days you have your whole cap to yourself Oh, I have to cab myself every day because my part my partner was the one that was he got dropped from the class. Oh, well, I, that's kind of bad. So I'm getting at the same the, time. Yeah, yeah. So I get a lot of seat time when I'm when we're up there. Yeah, that's that is great for you. So not so great for your partner, but nope. 
to think this program would be worth a person's time if they were in the logging and operating and see how it works in the industry. I think it's I think it would be worth their time if they came and checked it out and went through with it. Thank you for listening to this podcast. We want to thank our sponsors, the Pacific Forest Foundation and the Pacific Logging Congress for making this podcast possible. And a shout out to the Pacific Forest Foundation that offers scholarships to students just like Landon with a simple online application. Just visit www.pacificforestfoundation.org. Lastly, we want to thank Landon for taking time out to be part of this Talking Timber podcast. Until next time, take care.